welcome to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast with your host, Brian Briscoe. In this podcast, we bring some of the top professionals in the apartment investing field to discuss various aspects of the apartment investing journey with the sole purpose of educating listeners to make wise investment decisions. The Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast is sponsored by Four Oaks Capital, bringing you high yield returns through apartment complex investing. This is episode number 41 and part of our multifamily brief series. Today, we're going to talk about the team member that's arguably the most important in apartment investing. So stay tuned. But before we do that, though, we're going to do another $25 gift card giveaway. Twice per month, I choose my favorite review on iTunes, read it on the air, and give a gift certificate to whoever left it. So if you haven't written a review yet, stop what you're doing right now, go to iTunes, and write an honest review. Unless you're driving, of course, then you should just pull over as soon as you find a safe spot. And then go ahead, pull out your phones, and write the review. Who knows, maybe next time you'll win a $25 Amazon gift card. So the review for this week says, Educational, unique, and entertaining. It says, Brian has a secret sauce. He's bridging the gap between aspiring investor and the experienced investor by inviting them both. It's creative and entertaining. You get both perspectives. After hours of listening, you can truly understand the purpose of the podcast. Brian is genuine and passionate about providing value to the property investment community at large. One of my favorite podcasts. Thank you for providing me so much value. So whoever has the handle pure value on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please contact me and I'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card for adding pure value to me. Okay, now it's time for the meat and potatoes of this episode. What we're going to talk about today, you know, we we have been talking recently about building a team. We talked about the 10 most important people to have on your team. We talked about mentors. And now I think I'm going to talk about the most important person you can have on your team after you close, which is the property manager. Now, for most aspiring investors, the first deal is a very big hurdle, seemingly insurmountable at points. But it is possible. It takes a lot of work, but it is possible. Once you've closed, the real fun actually begins. And assuming you've purchased properly and didn't overpay, managing the property after closing is what's going to make or break your deal. So why is that property manager so crucial? Well, if you're an out-of-town investor, they're going to be your boots on the ground. And even if you're not an out-of-town investor, even if the property is in your backyard, they are going to be the single point of contact with the tenants of that property. They're going to be responsible for marketing and attracting the tenants, responsible for showing the property and following up with the prospective tenants until a unit is leased. They're going to be responsible for collecting the rents, fees, and other incomes and accounting for it. They're going to be responsible for churning a unit when a tenant moves out to include the inspections. They're responsible for the general upkeep of the property and they're responsible for paying the bills. They're also responsible for enforcing the rules, taking legal action against tenants, and making sure the bad tenants move out or do not renew leases. And if you're doing renovations or other significant repairs, they're likely going to manage that process too, to also include the accounting and payments of everything involved. Essentially, the property manager is going to have their hand in just about everything to do with the property. They're the single most important cog in the wheel after closing because everything they do directly or indirectly relates to the net operating income of the property. They are where the rubber meets the road in getting the cash-on-cash returns that you projected. They're vital in completing repairs and renovations and bringing the property up to normal market rents if that's your business plan. So you do need to be very careful with this decision. In the end, you should choose a property manager that can help you implement your business plan. If you're doing a heavy value add with a ton of renovations, you want a property manager that has experience in renovating properties. It makes sense. 
If you're purchasing an A-class apartment complex, you need a property manager that has experience attracting A-class tenants and managing A-class assets. Alternatively, if you have a Section 8 property, you want to find a property manager that understands the dynamics of working with the local housing authority and everything involved with Section 8 tenants. Property managers are not a one-size-fits-all business. So how do you know the property manager is the right one for you? Well, now that's the golden question. Now, I've seen people publish lists of the 118 things you should ask your property manager. Now, let's be honest. If a potential client came to you with a list of 118 questions that they wanted to ask you before hiring you, would you want to do business with that person? So I'm not going to give you a list of 118 questions to ask a property manager. What I'll give you is some guidelines for making a decision. So here we go. First, I recommend you ask other operators in the area for recommendations on who to choose and who not to choose based on your business plan. I recommend asking questions to the property manager about their current portfolio. Ask them specifically about assets that have the same characteristics as the property you're purchasing. And along that line, ask them what challenges they normally have with that type of asset. Ask them about executing the business plan and see if they'll give you examples of properties where they've done similar renovations or executed a similar business plan. Now, this line of questioning should help you gauge their experience in doing exactly what you want to do with your business plan. Also, I'd recommend you talk to some of the owners that are their clients. This will help you get an owner's perspective of how the property manager handles things. Also, very helpful and useful to ask the property manager about other properties in the area that they manage. Then what you should do is go visit those properties. Look to see if those properties are well-maintained. If you can secret shop them, you know that means pose as somebody who's looking to lease a unit. If you can secret shop them, go ahead and do it. What's the level of customer service? What condition were the units in? Were they getting market rents? Were there a lot of vacant units? You know, these are all key indicators of things that you want to know because the way they manage an adjacent property is very likely going to be the same way they manage your property. And if you find a property that's managed extremely well while you're getting to know your area, take note of who the property manager is, and they should be on your short list of people who you interview to manage your property once you close. Another useful thing to ask is who who's your main point of contact going to be with the PM if you decide to go with them? who would be responsible for maintenance, for renovations, for leasing, and etc. Ask them what their idea of a well-run property looks like. And last on my list today, ask them what metrics they track. Not what metrics they're going to share with you, but what metrics they track. To give you an idea of some of them that I think they should track, they should track how many leads they come in and where the leads come from. They should track the number of leases, signed and renewals, occupancy levels, collections, delinquencies, notices, churn time, and several others just to name a few. Now, this episode wasn't meant to be a comprehensive list of everything that you need to ask the property manager or everything you should look at, but just give you a good idea of some of the things that are what I think most important when finding this property manager in this crucial part of running your business. Now, it doesn't stop when hiring the property manager. Even if you've done your homework on the property manager and hired right, you still need to stay on top of the situation. Determine the type and frequency of updates that you'll receive and your key performance indicators. At first, and during major renovations, it's probably a good idea to have at least a weekly scheduled call, maybe two per week. If you're doing a a heavy value add, after the renovations are complete and the property is running efficiently, you may want to taper down to maybe twice per month. What you want to avoid is finding out something that is wrong long after it's too late to fix. Now, everyone has horror stories, right? I'll tell you one of mine. 
For example, a few years ago in one of my single-family rentals, the one and only tenant moved out and the property manager forgot to notify me. I found out four weeks later when my monthly statement came in an email and I found no pay due and actually a bill for the repairs to be done. Now, fortunately, I had reserves and I was able to pay the next month's mortgage. But in this situation, to compound the issue, the property manager had misunderstood something that I had told him and assumed that I wanted to sell the property. So what did they do? They told the tenant that I wanted to sell the property and the tenant decided to move out. And since the property manager was convinced that I was going to sell the property, they did not market the property to try to find a new tenant. And of course, finding this out at the four-week mark after a tenant moved out, well, that's just not good. Now, it's not feasible to have weekly calls with single-family rentals. You know, property managers aren't going to do that. In the standard single-family home, I don't think a property manager gets paid enough to even want to do that. But with larger assets, you can have these weekly calls and find out things like this, clear up any misunderstandings before they turn into a two-month vacancy, for example. So bottom line, not all property managers are created equal. You're going to want to find a property manager that can help you execute your business plan, and you should trust but verify. Now that's it for today's episode. Please stay tuned for... The next episode, which will be released Friday, is an Ask the Expert episode with Travis Watts and David Hudgens. And then on Monday, we'll have another episode drop with Alina Trigub and Susie Sevier. And we'll see you next time. Hey, everybody. Before we go today, I just wanted to bring your attention to a free ebook that we have on our website available to everybody. The website is fouroakscapital.com. And what this free ebook is, is it's a comparison between investing in multifamily and investing in the stock market. You know, it shows you actual returns had you put $100,000 into the stock market 20 years ago compared to the typical multifamily syndication investment. And, you know, I'm not going to give away the the punchline here, but you're going to be surprised at the results. Uh, Ever wonder how to explain this to other people who are on the fence on investing, or if you're on the fence on investing yourself, okay, this is the the perfect ebook for you. Should be right at the top when you go to the website. You know, it download it. It's free. Look it over. Share it with your friends. Anyway, that's it for today, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast today, brought to you by Four Oaks Capital. If you'd like to know more about how to invest in apartment buildings or want to be a guest in our show, visit our website at fouroakscapital.com slash podcast or email us directly. If you're still listening, you obviously like the show, so pull out your phone, tap subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you again next week.